up, you pigs! Look, Ren, a trick-or-treater. He's come to visit us. Isn't he a cute little rascal? Happy Halloween! That's it! I quit! Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast. My name's Joey. And I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. Yeah. And this is episode 79. We're going to be talking about Ren and Stimpy Haunted House. Uh, this is the first time we've had Justin on, a new guest. That's right. It's uh, exciting. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the middle of Podtober. Yeah. The excitement. <laughs> it's palpable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, the listeners are coming down from sweating after listening to Max and Melissa yeah. <laughs> bash each other's heads in. Oh, those two. <laughs> uh, we've been asking our new-to-Halloween-episodes guests uh, how they feel about Halloween and if you have any favorite halloween costume that you were as a kid oh my gosh (laughs) all right so there's probably two there's one that was you know actually they're both pretty cringy um there's a there's a cringy wow you were young and you were silly and then there's an a little bit older one where it's just cringy yes yeah why are you doing this i think everybody has those I mean older as in, like, my adult self. <laughs> as so, in, like, yesterday. I don't have excuses, right? <laughs> uh, the, the first one, um, as a as a very rebellious youngster, I went as Shaggy 2 Dope from the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> wow. And to show you how much of a rebellious youngster I was, I had my grandmother knit me a Rastafarian cap. <laughs> my grandma, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought I was pretty cool. Going as a, <laughs> Did a she know of, what she was doing it for? Oh, no. no. I just said, here's all the colors, and I need a hat to yeah. put on, and it needs to kind of look like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. uh, the little bit older one um, came about at work. We were having a Halloween costume party, um, and the night before, uh, they announced that we're going to give the winner of this costume party a day off. And, uh, uh, yeah, free yeah. vacation day. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Even the most apathetic among us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, as I'm leaving, I'm thinking, wow, I really need a day off. And at that time, I was carpooling with one of my buddies who worked there. And I was saying, okay, well, what could we do last minute? And it just so happened that, like, about a month or so ago, I had bought one of those weird horse masks. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, just yes. a rubber horse mask. And I was thinking, okay, this thing is great. Most people who see it are either terrified or just think it's hilarious. Yeah. So I tell my buddy, I have an idea. Do you have anything that could make you look like a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> so two grown men, the very next day, come in. I have a horse mask on, and he has his whole cowboy getup on, on my back, as I clomp through <laughs> my, my place of employment. No longer place of employment. <laughs> Not have, ironically. Didn't have anything. <laughs> um, with him on my back, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite a sight to see. I'm I'm probably twice the size of him, so <laughs> maybe it would have been funnier if it was the roles had been reversed. However, uh, we ended up winning. Uh, oh. Free vacation day, so you right? Both wow. got one? We both got a vacation day. That that really annoyed the manager. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, there, there was nothing in the rules saying you couldn't participate together, but nothing saying... Yeah. Was there a vote? There was a vote, okay. and it felt really bad because there were some people who were really into Halloween there, yeah. and it was just uh. Uh, breaking their hearts that, yeah. you know, we, we ran in here and took it away. Yeah. Especially yeah. with somebody who just kind of came up with something last minute yeah. to be like, no, I just want that day off. Uh, That's awesome. Who cares about spirit? Office politics. <laughs> that was a bold decision for the office. Yeah. I imagine someone spending days crafting yeah. their costume and they come home like deflated and it's like, how'd it go, honey? And it's like, some guy dressed as a horse and cowboy one. You know? No joke. We had somebody at the studio at that point um, who went to 
a class to learn make makeup art, like full on uh. like Hollywood makeup art. She was so into it, and it just it, it kind of uh. felt wrong yeah. because she she had mentioned that she spent uh, <sighs> multiple days working on the costume, uh. and then she had basically not sl slept the night before. Yeah. To put all this makeup on, and and yeah, it was. <laughs> that that kind of just makes me well. feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy yeah. you got a day off. Yeah, yeah. No rules in love and war, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the people voted. Um, well, speaking of the people, we always love hearing from you guys, and we heard from Levi for the first time, I think. Uh, he said, hi, blowholes. I wanted to tell you guys how awesome the podcast is. I have it on my phone every day at work and can't help but laugh. I had an idea for a Pete and Pete episode name for what we did on our summer vacation, oh. which we talked about over a year yeah. ago at this point, yeah. He says, I wanted to have Mr. Tasty involved in it, and since they were trying to find him, I thought a good name for an episode could be called A Tasteless Summer. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Very good. Very strong. Yeah. He says, keep up the good work, uh, Levi. So, thank you, Levi. Thank you. Yeah, that's don't, nice. don't be a stranger. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, but as Andrew said, we're talking about Ren and Stimpy Haunted House today, which uh, aired on November 21st, 1992. Oddly enough, after yeah. October. A little late. Uh, that's a Saturday, so I'm guessing that's Snick. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, which makes it even stranger that it wasn't October. Yeah. But uh, it's season two, episode 7B. Interesting you say that, just to bring up a little side, and I have no idea if this is necessarily completely true. My <laughs> journalistic integrity isn't completely up to snuff here. But um, it being late, I know that uh, Nickelodeon had lots of issues with the creator, John Kay, uh, and his, his ability to turn things out and, and get things done. So I wonder if that played a part in this episode and maybe some uh, of the delays. I have also read, a, I think that is true. I've read a lot about that being like a fraying factor in the yeah. relationship that John Kay just did not deliver stuff on time. Yeah. Um, which probably is good for the quality, like the long-lasting quality of the episodes. Potentially. But uh, could be frustrating if you're I heard that there was an episode that they took over a year in making on, which is just wow. absolutely crazy. Is that um, what's that called, Stimpy's Invention? Yeah, I think it was something with invention. So yeah, that it had to be. Yeah, yeah. it think, is very. Is that not the episode where they debuted episode. the Happy Happy Joy Joy song? Yes, yes. Okay. I think that may have been the one they took a long time on. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to quibble here, <laughs> I think this must you. It was difficult <laughs> to pin it down, yeah. but I. I finally landed on this being episode 5A. Oh, okay. But, I mean, some of these shows, like, it's really hard to figure out which place is right, because different places report different episode um, orders, and sometimes the episode order is, like, production order and not airing order, so... Yes, the, the episode number is really tough sometimes to pin. Did you... I felt like I had confirmed that November 21st was the definite date. I didn't even okay. see right. that, so that's probably Usually true. if I see it two or three times, I just assume it's, yeah. it's safe. But if it's not, we're doing November of 1992 anyways, because <laughs> that's what I have in front of me. So <laughs> let's take a look back at November of 92. That month, Democrat Bill Clinton is elected President of the United States, defeating incumbent President George H.W. Bush. Um, that would end a... 12-year period of Republican rule wow. with Reagan and H.W., yeah. um, so uh, he would be the, the young guy from Arkansas. Um, Carol Mosley Brown was elected the first African-American woman in the U.S. Senate that mm. month, so pretty cool. Uh, 300,000 demonstrators uh, demonstrate in Berlin uh, against racism. Um, so I think at, at, up to that point it had been one of the largest public demonstrations in Berlin. Uh, the Bodyguard movie soundtrack, which we've talked oh about boy. multiple times on this podcast, <laughs> is released, um, and it is the Billboard Album of the Year in 1993, mm -hmm. as we know. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> All too well. The people loved the Bodyguard soundtrack. <laughs> the thing is, I wonder if anybody could name a song on it besides... Um, I Will Always Love I You. I Will Always Love You. Oh, boy. I mean, but is that... <laughs> I think that may be because that song was just such a powerhouse that... Yes. It's not that the other ones were so bad, but... Well, and in those days, you couldn't go on iTunes and just buy yeah, yeah. I Will Always Love You. You have to buy the Bodyguard <laughs> <Right>. CD. <laughs> was that not a cover of a Dolly Parton song, or am I getting hmm. something mistaken there? Nope, you're correct. Damn. It's a, yeah, it's a cover wow. of Dolly Parton. Yep. Um, the interesting, so 1992 here, the 10 millionth cellular telephone is sold... 
Wow. Yeah. Ten million by then. Seems That's like a, a lot. Surprise. Yeah. Because at that point, it's still those big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those big portable looking that phones. Costs like four dollars <laughs> every three seconds yeah. to, to operate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of surprising to me. Uh, a couple people born that month: uh, NFL star Odell Beckham Jr., who's a notable wide receiver. Miley mm. Cyrus is born that month. Uh, we know her. And then <laughs> uh, I noted I noted that a, a, a kind of a cool comic came out that month called The Death of Superman, uh, oh, which uh, wow. it's the death of Superman yeah. by, by the hands of Doomsday, um, which I think to that point was the first time they had killed Killed a major. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that specifically coming out and getting the comic, and then afterward, like, the... Superman broke off into like six or seven different versions of Superman. Yeah. Um, big, big comic event. Yeah. Seems yeah. like it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, music of November of 1992 uh, for one week, End of the Road by Boys to Men. And that might be our first <laughs> time mentioning that song, but that's, I think, one of their better ones. We've definitely mentioned Boys to Men many times. Oh, yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> More than anybody else, besides maybe Mariah Carey. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for two weeks, How Do You Talk to an Angel by The Heights? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of your favorites? <laughs> one of my all-time favorites. No. Um, it's like one of those songs that almost feels like, I feel like it was around forever. Yeah. Like it just never didn't exist. It's so unique. It was it's like a, Jock Jam. Yes. It just has always been and always yes. will be. It's always been on a compilation album. <laughs> Wherever there's a mixed CD, there's I, How Do You Talk to an Angel. Uh, and then for one week, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And that week would lead into many weeks uh, in the future. Uh, other albums released that month, R.E.M., Automatic for the People. Uh, Common released in the album, Soul Asylum, 10,000 Maniacs, Guar, Four Non, four non Blondes. Uh, you like Guar? Uh, I was more reacting to your the way you said it. Oh. Guar, <laughs> even? I really, I really wow. wanted, to, oh, I wanted I to I wanted to hit the pronunciation. Um, the Offspring, um, Insane Clown Posse have an album that month. Uh, Madonna, Roy Orbison, Rage Against the Machine released their debut album, hmm. self-titled. Uh, which featured the song "Killing in the Name." So, uh, bunch of bunch of music that month. Uh, movies of November of 1992. We have a movie I've never heard of called "Passenger 57" with Wesley Snipes. Man, I've heard of it, but I don't know what. Yeah, the is. don't know either. One week, uh, Dracula. I believe yeah. that's the Keanu Reeves, Winona yeah. Ryder movie. Which. <laughs> This may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't really love that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it's a little hokey. Okay. I, I like it. I hate Keanu Reeves in it, huh. which I think is a popular opinion. If For people who like it, I think like you still can see that Keanu can't do a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then for two weeks, we have Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hmm. So good. Maybe one of the best, weird to think of it this way, but it may be one of the best sequels ever. Ooh, I guess I would need some time to... I mean, there's a lot of good sequels, but there's far more bad sequels, I think. Yeah. I don't know. And Home Alone 2, I think, goes in the good That's so good, but, like, at the same time, plausible deniability, maybe as an adult now, I'm kind of like, what's what's more realistic? I feel yes. like Lost in New York around that time it's just like you're getting sold into human trafficking <laughs> and that's the end of the story and that would not be fun that's Kevin's like strong suit though <laughs> is avoiding that he's, he's, he's learned how to navigate yeah. that but like, every, everything else after is <laughs> easy <street. Yeah. laughs> um, for me I, I mean I'd go Home Alone 2 over Dracula oh yeah you. yes sure uh, yes okay also released that month is The Mighty Ducks hmm um, of Mice and Men, which I remember oh. watching in high school, the John Malkovich version. I think it's Scary Sinise and John Malkovich. We, uh, that's, oh, I, I'm not totally sure about, uh-huh. about that point, but we, uh, happened to my, mention of Mice and Men in our, one of our previous episodes. Yes. Shelby Woo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feels like forever yeah. ago. <laughs> Um, what else comes out of that month? Uh, A River Runs Through It, a movie mm. called Under Siege, Candyman, 
and uh, Quentin Tarantino's first movie, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, man, that's the easy winner. You think so? Yeah, I mean, that month? For me now, but no for question. me at the time? Oh, man, Home Alone. Home Alone 2. Sure. Yeah. I still might rather watch Home Alone 2. I love Reservoir Dogs, but it's not an easy watch. Mm, I feel like it is kind of an easy watch. I don't know <laughs> Andrew loves exactly, watching but... people get tortured. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but with the okay. holiday connection, it's just yeah, so much yeah, more yeah. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Home Alone is just something you can still sit around around Christmas time and yes. watch Home Alone. Easy. Definitely. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then for video games of November of 92, we uh, Accolade releases Star Control 2, which I have no idea what it is, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, heard of in- that one. Yeah, yeah I've heard <laughs> of it. <laughs> Interplay publishes Alone in the Dark. You know that one? Yeah. Okay. Any good? Um, the first one I, I don't love, but... Adventure know. game, right? Uh, um, I think of it more of like a uh, res- like the first Resident Evil, right. like a survival horror. Is Alone, I mean, is Alone in the Dark what they eventually made into that awful movie? Yes. With oh my god, that movie. Terror Reed. Terror Reed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was bad. <laughs> Alright, well. Okay. Was uh, that after or before Resident Evil? Now I'm... Uh, 92 would have to be before, I think. Maybe. I think I'm so. thinking about it now, yeah, it seems like to, it would be after, right? but maybe I'm wrong. Are they just playing off of Capcom's success there, or was they were they yeah, real yeah. innovators? Hmm. Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does say that Alone in the Dark was widely considered the first survival horror game, oh, and one of the first okay. games with fully 3D characters. Okay, so, so maybe that did precede uh, Resident Evil. It's possible. Um, but we're here to talk about Ren Stimpy oh, Haunted yeah. House. Yeah. Why don't we jump right in? Mm-hmm. Um, the episode starts out with a close-up on this owl in a tree mm-hmm. and the full moon in the background, which it doesn't have anything else to do with the episode beyond this, but I like that. Yeah. That image. The I really like the outside of the haunted yes. house. It feels really nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ren and Stimpy are standing outside of this very cartoony kind of haunted house, um, looking for, quote, a great place to kill 12 minutes. <laughs> In, yeah. Very funny. Look, Ren, this looks like a great place to kill 12 minutes. You said it, pal. Oh, boy. Some hapless victims. I can hardly wait to scare the veins out of them. Watch me put on my most hideous grimace. Inside, a ghost wearing a tiny bowler hat tells us, the viewer, that he's going to scare Ren and Stimpy by stretching his face into a hideous grimace. Hmm. Which, this is already, like, a weird thing. An unusual thing for any of these shows. The, like, character talking to us. Turning around. Yes. Yeah, saying, like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few times in this episode where they do break that fourth wall. Yeah. So it's, it is cool in that sense. And I don't know if that's just an overarching thing that Ren and Stimpy does. Um, but I definitely noticed it several times throughout the episode. And especially with that here to kill 12 minutes, you know, yeah. just that little thing at the beginning. There's there's many points throughout it. You feel like they're talking to you rather yes. than just entertaining you. Yeah. So Ren and Stimpy kick the door down. And in doing so, they crush the ghost underneath it. <laughs> And this is kind of a Casper-like ghost. Yes. He's not Except super like, imposing. like, uh, dumber, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Oh, like, yeah, more like definitely. a Mr. Magoo if he was a ghost. That's a good, like. that's a good comparison. Um, so, Ren and Stimpy start exploring the house, and the ghost, after having been crushed, gets really determined to scare them. So he hides in a suit of armor, and he almost chops Stimpy in half, but Stimpy mistakes this suit of armor for a wood-burning stove and roasts the ghosts inside. And this is uh, one of my favorite moments in the episode is the ghost coming out of the suit of armor (laughs) as like a roasted sausage. Like a bratwurst. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Looking irritated. And this is like a moment that really reminded me of uh, older like Looney Tunes or whatever. Something about that. Very zany. Yes. Uh, Did you notice, and maybe I'm stealing some trivia here, but... uh, when they come in the house, it's the same musical cue as from Pete and Pete Halloweeny. Oh, wow, no. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
So afterward, the ghost finds Ren and Stimpy breaking dishes in the kitchen, <laughs> and when he hears that they're hungry, he hides himself inside a loaf of bread. I'm hungry, Ren. Yeah, me too. I can sure go for a sandwich. Yeah, a sandwich. I'll hide in this bread! But before he can scare them, they grab the loaf of bread and start spreading a bunch of toppings onto it. Uh, so the ghost is, like, shaped <laughs> like this piece of bread. Yeah. Um, what shall we put on it? How about peanut butter? And marmalade? Fish egg. Fish! I feel like you needed to scream bread into the microphone. <laughs> oh, that was a very distinct part that I remember blowing my eardrums. I, I really like that moment. Yeah. That uh, the ghost screams bread! He, yeah, to try to get their attention. Or whatever. Uh, that's really great. Um, so, so Stimpy bites into the sandwich, but Ren stops him and tells him to think of all the starving yaks out there. Stop! You selfish Big! You would eat all of it. I'm sorry. Think of all those starving yaks out there that would kill for a meal like that. Oh, my father. Thank you. Take that. What's he doing, Ren? A yak always tenderizes his food before he eats it. And that is one for your old man. Uh, just a weird scene, but I like it. You no, know, it's I, so classic Ren and Stimpy, though. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's something about this this yak, you know, this muscular, huge thing punching this thing. And I don't know what it is, but the little pink elbows that they put on <laughs> yeah, there yeah. just somehow make it feel so much more disgusting and dirty. And like, this thing is. An animal, yeah, you know, yeah. anthropomorphized, but like still, it's up on its legs. It's yeah. doing this, and you're like, "Ew, it's naked. <laughs> Why is it naked?" Like, I don't there's know a lot something of, about that. Yeah, there's a lot going on visually in Ren. Even though that's what's in. I mean, animation. I think is its strongest yeah. suit, which is Definitely. it's a simple-looking show with a ton of happening visually at any given time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is a moment that's kind of common in Ren's to be the anger that suddenly comes <laughs> out and just the yaks. <laughs> trying to beat that sandwich. It's yeah. just, like, over-the-top anger. So that, that cracked me up. And him saying, uh, here's one for your old man. <laughs> he makes a comment about his father when he's handed the sandwich, too, I believe. Because oh. that's, like, the second time that they bring up almost, like, yak daddy issues. Oh, oh really? Yeah, he says something. Because when, when Stimpy hands over the sandwich about the, the starving yaks, he oh. says something about his father. I can't remember what it was now. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. More continuity that I would have... Right? That I noticed. <laughs> as we as we ponder what uh, he said, maybe we should go to a nineties oh, yeah. commercial. Let's hear it. Where we go? Could be more disgusting. Have some bubbling boils and green glass. Now I'm losing my lunch. Monster face, the gruesome monster head you make and remake into the most monstrous monsters imaginable. It's alive! Then you bring it to life! Now for the test! Anyone! Monster Face comes with everything shown here. It's guarding the treasure! What's it? That's it! You can't get away from it! Under the treasure wins, but watch out for it. Whoa! You can't get away the way. Right can't get away from it. Play it. Mm, spooky. Boy. Just takes me back. <laughs> um so later on, Ren and Stimpy are tired and they decide to go, as they say, wet the bed. Which maybe the It's a strange turn of phrase. Yeah. I mean I get it. <sighs> I'm bushed, old friend. Me too. Let's go up and wet the bed. 
maybe the flattest line in the episode for me. Just mm. it felt like a little too direct, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so as they're falling asleep, Ren accidentally smells Stimpy's reeking armpit, <laughs> and he kicks him out to take a shower. And there's that shot, that close up. Yes. Classic. The Stimpy Arm. The gross pit, like, up. Gross. The gross up. As yeah. John Kay would yeah. uh, describe yes. it as. Yeah, those are so awesome. I just remember those so vividly. Yes. Yeah. That's oh. one of the most memorable things about the show, really. I think Love it's those yeah, a staple of the show. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the ghost sneaks up on Stimpy as he's in the shower, and the color changes to black and white in a great, maybe the best part of this scene. I, yeah. I just like that little moment. And the music becomes ominous. As he finishes his shower, Stimpy accidentally grabs the ghost instead of a towel and roughly cleans himself with it and wrings the ghost out to a pulp, kind of. <laughs> Pretty disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, like, that's such a cool scene. The obvious allusions to Psycho. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was really cool. Plus that ominous music you were talking about. Um, I don't know why, but, like, as soon as that started... Um, playing, like, my mind went directly to Fantasia when they were playing mm. A Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. Uh, just that that hit, I, I guess yeah. it's probably just the orchestral hit yeah. and how it was all playing up. It was just, uh, I was like, wow, they were going to play this in here? That's, <laughs> yeah. like, pretty pretty awesome. But that's another Ren and Stimpy thing, the, yes. like, the big soaring production music rather than like, just like uh, Doug, where yes, it's, it's yeah. more of a kid's sound scape. Yeah. yeah. Scat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Scat, yeah. I also really like the end of that scene where the music cuts out suddenly with mm. like a record skipping <laughs> sound, yeah, yeah. you know, and it turns into a goofy, more cartoony sound. Yeah. Now for a brutal display of pointless, gut wrenching terror. <laughs> So at this point, this is where I don't know where you guys watched this episode or whatever, mm -hmm. but this is a part that's cut in most versions of this now. That's right. It goes from 12 minutes to 10 minutes, depending yes. on the one you're watching. Yeah. So the cut scene starts with the ghost sneaking into Ren and Stimpy's room as they're sleeping and places he places a bloody head on top of Ren's head. This bloody head gag gets him every time. As he waits for Ren to wake up and freak out, a weird fairy appears outside the window and flies in. The fairy is excited to see the bloody head and takes it and leaves a couple of dimes in Ren's ear in place of it. <laughs> Ren wakes and he freaks out about something being in his ear and Stimpy carefully plucks the dimes out of his ear. And he explains to Ren that he's been visited by the bloody head fairy and the ghost starts punching himself in frustration for having failed again to scare them. <laughs> There's something in my ear! Lucky dog! What is it, man? Hold still. Hush, hush. Hold still now. Get it out! I got it! It's alright. It's alright. It's just a couple of dimes. Dimes? What does it mean? You've just been visited by the bloody head fairy! So that's where the cut that, ends. That would be what the original version yes. had. But yeah. I think most of the versions available now don't have that. Yes. Yeah. So after that, the ghost finally snaps. And he's in the uh, attic of the house, I guess, like rummaging through a chest, which I really like just that moment, kind of. It's really like quick and weird i just like thinking of the ghost being up in the attic yeah. like being in other parts of the house you yeah know? i've had it with this child's play i'm going to end this the only way it can end with me the winner 
Um, and he puts on a, a mask and brandishes a chainsaw. He wakes Ren and Stimpy, his chainsaw revving, but they think he's a trick-or-treater, and they give him some candy. The ghost finally gives up, crying, and decides that he's going to end it all. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is a kid show. This moment is so crazy. <laughs> it is pretty crazy, though. <laughs> Look, fellas, I'm a ghost. I've been trying to scare you guys all through this picture. <laughs> but I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I couldn't even scare. A paranoid schizophrenic. Aw, oh, come on, try again. We'll do better, I promise. Don't patronize me. It's no use. There's only one thing left to do. I'm gonna end it all. Sweet Lord, no! Are you crazy, man? You can't do that. Here, do this. So not pretty crazy. This is super crazy for a good job. Well, it ends in a somewhat... Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so he drinks a bottle of poison, and instead of dying, he's brought back to life as a naked fat guy, and he drives away in his red convertible. I'm alive. Killer. See you on the next shot. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a great That's the simplest way you could have put it. But like he he's about to like slam a nail into his head with oh, yeah, a right, hammer yeah, yeah. and <laughs> self lobotomy. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> yeah. suicidal. Uh it's pretty extreme. It's definitely morbid. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird, intense, but for me, it's kind of up my alley. <laughs> um, and as a I kid, mean, like it never bothered me or made me upset in any way. Yeah, I mean, I, which seems stranger now looking back at it. Yeah, you'd think you'd be so much more disturbed. Yeah. Like, again, I yeah. really remember the gross-up scenes. You know, yeah. obviously, just because there was so much work that was put into making that look so much more detailed than yeah. any cartoon that you would be seeing at that time. For sure. Um, but yeah, watching that now and seeing it, I'm just like, wow, there is just a lot of adult content that I just would not have understood at that yeah. time. There's yeah. no way I would have I would have picked up on some of these things. Yeah, it was, I mean, so we've debated it before. Mm -hmm. We did the Rocko vs. Ren and Stimpy. Um, I've never been a huge fan of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, part of that probably factors in, I think we talked about it, is that I wasn't always allowed to watch it mm -hmm. when I was a kid. It had to be like, it was a little older when I started watching it. Um, I don't. You watched it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Were, right from wa the you watch it when you were little. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing is that there's just so much that probably you know went over my head that yeah. at the time I probably enjoyed just because it seemed like I shouldn't be watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. my like understanding you're of it, right? Yeah, my yeah. understanding of it was very, very minor. Yeah, yeah. it the is. Go ahead. The other thing was um, at this time there was also Beavis and Butthead. Yes, which was similarly like oh maybe over the line at some times mm -hmm. uh, with what's appropriate for kids or whatever. So it just somehow like multiple things like seem to fit into this one little yeah. section or segment of television. Yeah. It's did, just one of those shows. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah. Did Ren and Stimpy eventually move over to be played on MTV? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually so like, was. that's just, I don't know. It's just a show for all ages. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when it moved, is that when it became adult party or not yet? No. That not was Cartoon that Network. Point. That was when it, finally ended up on spike oh spike okay yeah. all right so okay so mtv had like an original version of it yes cool um well cool let's get into some of the details about yeah. haunted house with bios and trivia hi this is bios trivia ratings and stray observations well i took a look at the most interesting character to me in this episode Rudolph the Jazz Man. <laughs> he was voiced by Rudolph Porter, 
and he has very few um, IMDb credits, but they include something called Hustle and something else called A Gothic Tale. Hmm. So he just hasn't been in anything that I recognize. And in the episode, who is he for people listening? Uh... He's called Rudolph the Jazz Man. In the... Oh, oh. Like, yeah. He's like the living version of the ghost yeah. after he kills himself. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to put it plainly, he turns into a very large, oversized black man. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is an interesting choice in itself yeah <laughs> you know, it's it's really funny if you look into some of the cartoons coming around out in like the 1930s and 1940s that john k was really heavily influenced by especially the bob clampett stuff with looney yeah. tunes and merry melodies mm-hmm. um there was uh the tin pan alley cats which was one of the actual censored 11 that um bob clampett was part of with looney tunes and merry uh, melodies yeah. and he at the time was saying that you know he's basing these characters these very Oh, how do you say this without just very stereotypical and yeah, racially insensitive yes, yes. characters? Yes, um, we're just based around friends that he had in in the jazz scene at the time. So mm. it's funny, you know, bringing up who who that character was and what yeah who was playing him um, just falls right into place with that. But yeah, uh, again, one of those things that just watching you can see uh, John Kay's influence from many of those yeah. earlier cartoons, but also. This was a good show. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wonder how much of that would fly. Like, with the things that happen now and just, like, the, the outrage culture, kind of, like, what would... I don't think yeah. it could be made on Nickelodeon. It couldn't yeah. be made yeah, on yeah, Nickelodeon. That show is off the air at this um, point. Like, there, there would be yeah. burning yeah. of your Nick gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess I wonder if it's offensive to people, this character in this show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess yeah. I couldn't speak to it. I just... Yeah. yeah, I think more than anything, it just harkens back to things that were maybe a little bit more insensitive. Well, oh, yeah. the character itself might not have been not portrayed as like yeah. something, something. Yeah. It did call back <laughs> to that time, right? There, like yeah. if you if you look at some of those cartoons, um, you just will see that the similarity is just it's it's right there. Yeah, the idea of it is insensitive. I'm not sure that's how John Kay was using it. He was like paying homage i guess yeah which i guess is still it's it's that blurry yeah yeah. i don't i don't know i mean even the character of stimpy was based around um i don't know if you guys have mentioned this before but he 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 was based around uh characters from those bob clampett um cartoons yeah you know just the big nose it's shiny it has that whole look to it yeah um in in his words he wanted to portray a retarded cat yeah. uh but in the style of the Bob Clampett cartoons and, and J- John Kay said that. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, John Kay is uh he is a controversial figure. Uh there's there's a lot yeah. I guess we could say <laughs> about yeah. he's, he's currently I think kind of in hot water. Um but uh you know, well, I guess we'll just skate around that for now. I mean, you know, it's that age-old question of separating the art from the artist. Yes, and, you yes. Know. You know, someone who's accomplished something meaningful and good, yeah. can you separate that from what them they've done personally? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wonder yeah, it's, if just the content alone, just like kind of like putting it into that perspective for yourself, like does it change anything for you guys? Do you do you feel a little bit differently now that you're seeing some of those gags? And you're not like, oh, maybe this was somebody just being like totally off the wall versus somebody who was maybe like, yeah, mm, I like this. <laughs> it it, cha- it I feel like it has changed the way I watch it. Hmm. Um, knowing who a little bit more about who he is, yeah. it makes me a little more uncomfortable, particularly the portrayal of women. Uh, on this episode, did not have a woman, no. but <laughs> um, but it, there certainly are Ren Stimpy with yeah. kind of who they objectify women, uh, and uh, so it kind of inevitably kind of feeds into then your perception of how you view yeah. it even if you still kind of enjoy of like what it was yeah. I, I I guess I just I've had such a close relationship with the show um, as I was growing up to especially like not knowing anything beyond the show itself right that I look at it you know I, I tend to watch it as if it um, is its own I watch it as it's what it is I guess yeah I don't really think that much of beyond that okay leave yeah. your adult jaded bias out of this <laughs> and just watch it as what it was intended to be for children yeah yeah 
It's a, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin, did you have any bios uh, besides what you shared? Uh, there? just that, and uh, I also had uh, where Ren came from. So this was kind of interesting. Uh, John K had seen a photograph, or I guess it was maybe even a postcard, um, and this image of a chihuahua in a sweater. Uh, it was an Elliot Erwitt photograph entitled New York from 1946. Um, he saw this photo and he looked at this, I can't remember exactly how he portrayed it, but he said it was like a little monster and he thought it would be a great idea to create a cartoon character or a character based on this, this little chihuahua. Yeah. Um, so he and a friend were at his house and uh, his friend saw that his landlord was named uh, Ren Hoke. I think I'm pronouncing that last name right. Oh, wow. And so they, he just thought that that was the most hilarious name. So he yeah. said, you know, why don't you name your little Chihuahua character after this yeah. guy? Like, that's just a hilarious looking name. And then uh, at one point, the Stimpy character, which was something that he had started, I, I believe, before. Um, I don't remember at what point, but much before Ren, uh, it was suggested put these two characters together because just their juxtaposition would, would work really well. Yeah. And that's kind of how they were born. Hmm. Um and then, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to know that uh, um, John K. himself voiced Ren. Um, and he was heavily influenced by the actor Peter Lorre. Uh, yeah. um, so if you watch any of the clips from that, you just be like, wow, this is literally <laughs> Ren incarnate. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Down to, like, the bulging eyes and everything. It's just, yeah. whoa. <laughs> so I guess I didn't know that. Did you? So Ren is named after John K.'s landlord? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I they saw it on a mailbox, and his friend just started laughing about it. Like, that's just a weird-looking name. It's a, pretty, yeah, yeah. it's a pretty incredible name. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. that's really interesting. Um, yeah, and the, the only thing with Stimpy that I didn't get into, and I don't know, um, is uh, that uh, it was voiced by Billy West. I think that's pretty pretty well known. Uh, however, the uh, direction that he was supposed to go in, because Stimpy was supposed to be this kind of simpleton, uh, he, he kept directing him to, you know, think of Larry Fine and his his uh, impression of Larry uh, Fine. He wanted it to sound yeah. like a grown man, but with this this kind of like silly and just dim-witted type persona. Yeah. Um, he wanted to really stay away from some of those old, like, characters, uh, specifically Willoughby from of Fox and Hounds, that, which way did he go, George? Which yeah. way did he go? yeah. He wanted to have a dumb character, but just that was a little bit more deep yeah. and outside of that realm of what everybody's done. Hmm. I think they did a pretty good job with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy West, I think, does a good job with that voice. And he eventually does take over Ren's voice yes. uh, after the first couple seasons. I think Nick right. wanted him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Stimpy is named after an art school friend. Uh, that was the nickname of his art school friend. So oh. some more random <laughs> trivia there, too. Yeah. Were these people on board? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure exactly. but I guess you don't have to ask. For a full name, I guess you would have to ask permission. Maybe. maybe. Man, but I don't even not. know for yeah. sure. Stimson yeah. J-Cat. <laughs> uh, the episode was directed by Ron Huggert. Uh, who directed 11 Ren and Stimpy's uh, 10 Futuramas. Um, he also uh, was a, is the supervising director on every American Dad episode. Uh, he's on, he was on the in the art department on Garfield and Friends and did additional storyboards on The Iron Giant. Yeah. Um, so he was he's still working. Uh, I, I don't think either of us are big American Dad fans, but yeah. uh, that seems like what he's up to now. Uh, the episode was written by Bob Camp. Uh, he was a writer on all the Ren and Stimpy video games, ah. uh, which were at that time already being produced. Yeah. Uh, he wrote 22 episodes of Ren and Stimpy, and he directed 44 episode, episodes of Robot Boy. Um, he was the storyboard artist on Cow and Chicken, and he was oh. the story artist on the movie Ice Age The Meltdown. Mm, nice. <laughs> so a little bit of a different direction. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he had a very big influence on the show overall. His name seems to come up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Camp. Um, so that's a little bit about bios. You got some trivia? Yeah, I got a couple things. Um, the bloody head fairy mm -hmm. in the cut scene was originally planned to be another Ren and Stimpy character, George Licker, mm -hmm. if you guys are familiar <laughs> with this character. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a huge fan of that character in general. Like, I don't think it lost anything by being a different <laughs> character, um, but that was apparently a point of contention. Um, and the fairy was modeled after Doug. Course. I saw that, yes. Uh, <laughs> and he does say it's a Jim Dandy, like uh, Jim, Jim Jenkins. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, 
Uh, also, uh, the only other thing I was going to say was the yak that appears throughout the series. Um, yak Smith, he's a big part of that. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That was it. Uh, the one little piece of trivia that I would have. Uh, do you guys recall what the sandwich that they were putting together consisted of? Oh, yes. Man. I do. Uh, it was uh, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Marmalade. Yep. Fish eggs. Uh-huh. The bread, of course. Uh, and the actual fish. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. The squeezing of the fish eggs. Oh, that is, is just something truly else. Truly repulsive. <laughs> just how that's how that's portrayed to be distributed. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing that they animated it. <laughs> that's huh. a good way of putting it. Yes. So that's where eggs come from. <laughs> the other stuff also looks gross. I mean, even yes. the peanut butter looks just yes. weird and... Unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, did you guys happen to catch what the staircase, the uh, how did Ren put it? A can't remember if it was horrific or something like that, but the staircase was it was very uh, specifically strange. Do you remember uh, yes. what it was made out of? Yeah, they had like big eyeballs on the yeah for the banisters. Oh, yeah. The banisters were yeah. eyes. Yeah. Was there more it was to really it? Cool. Yeah, and then everything else was bone. So oh. it was like bone and eyeball. Huh. It's just kind of a, a weird little. thing. I think I was so captivated with the eyes, I didn't yeah. check out the rest. <laughs> um, you know, there's a couple more things that I might as well mention now. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this episode was originally apparently written for Tiny Toons. Mm. It was st- supposed to be starring Plucky and Hampton. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. uh, weird. And uh, it's the only episode animated by Color Key Studios in Taiwan. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that, that, the episode that was meant for Tiny Toon Adventures, I guess the original title was High Spirits, uh, and then eventually they brought it over, uh, and it became Boo Hoo Hoo, uh, the title, um, and then I guess they just kind of kept dragging it with them until it got picked up with, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Uh, the Haunted House also aired, as I think you said, with Big Baby Scam, is that what you mentioned? Uh, I didn't, but I specifically remember watching this episode with um, the wrestling episode. Is now that... I can't re- remember exactly what it's called, mm. but I I they, know I saw it with that. They like, said they... they replaced it with an episode called Dog Show, uh, which they banned. Um, yeah. It runs, there's a lot of that with Ren TV yes. where it's like they stopped showing this so they would pair it with yeah. something else. Uh, makes it a little tougher. Um, the scene in the haunted house, of course, we mentioned, uh, is a uh, you know a parody of the sh- famous shower scene from Alfred Hitchcock's yeah. Psycho. Uh, the scene in the haunted house where Ren and Stimpy are mistaken uh, mistake the ghosts uh, when he has the chainsaw and the doctor mask as a trick or treater and give him candy. It says here is very similar to a classic 1952 Looney Tunes cartoon called The Hasty Hare, mm. where a scene occurred featuring Bugs Bunny mistaking Marvin the Martian and his dog canine for trick or treaters. Huh. Um, and then there's a bunch of, as always, there's a bunch of very um, classical pieces. Uh, there's Bach, um, Chopin, uh, the, with the funeral march, and the dance of the sugar plum fairies is uh, kind of a classic Ren and Stimpy. So, kind of a lot of your staple production music uh, part of the episode. Happy, happy, Joy Joy makes an appearance as he's oh, singing yeah. it in the shower. Ah, yes. so it's, uh, it's a little <laughs> Good catch. A little treat for the kids. Because <laughs> at that point, it probably was already very popular. Yeah. It felt like it caught on fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other strap observations for you? Um, yeah, just a few things. Uh, I really liked, I really liked that first shot. The owl in front of the moon. It just is a nice looking Super graphic. Yeah. It's, it's just like The a... background's great. That moon is super detailed. You can see, like, the craters in it and stuff. Um, I loved the backgrounds and the look of this episode in particular. Just felt really like those old, like, Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of a Scooby-Doo, almost. I thought one of the funniest parts in this episode was Stimpy's laugh when he lights the armor on fire. It's just real brief, but it's like <laughs> yeah. a real... F- Weird. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bloody head box in the in the deleted scene uh, says "Spump Go" on it. Like, yes. Uh, you know, the production company, mm-hmm. and and I liked that. Just thinking of that, like it was a 
like a gag that you could buy at the store, <laughs> like an Acme yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know? a yeah. reoccurring idea. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that they didn't go with Blamo, you know, mm. the makers of Log. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's cool that they're they're not doing the Looney Tunes thing yeah. where everything is Acme. You know, it's yeah. true. Yeah. They have these different kind of like almost sub companies creating these weird yeah. products. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and finally, uh, I just noted the music when the ghost comes back to life. I really liked, um, just, just a nice piece there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just speaking right before, uh, the ghost does come back. It's cool seeing the, uh, the ghost break that fourth wall again. He says, I've been trying to scare you guys this whole picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's just even funny saying this whole picture. It just yeah. really feels like it would be something from like the 1930s or forties, like this picture. Um, and then a little piece of trivia. Did you guys catch what the ghost said? He couldn't even scare a... Paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, what a, what a thing to say in a kid's show. Do you think any kid like would really pick up on... Oh, let me get out the DSM. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this, is a, this might be a record. I only have one... I had a bunch of stray observation. I'm down uh, to one. Uh, wow. what, what, uh, what does the ghost, when it humanizes, what is mm. it holding? Ooh, a harp. A harp. Like an angelic-looking harp. Yeah. It, I got that impression from the character, like it was an angelic type yes. of thing. He yeah. immediately tosses it, though, yeah. and you hear it go yeah. crashing yeah. away, like, oh, well. Cheruba. Who cares? I'm yeah. If you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about the episode. Ratings on IMDb. This episode has a 7.8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, on TV.com, an 8.7 out of 10. Uh, so out of five Kreb stars, what did you give Haunted House? I feel like this is not a pop, won't be a popular rating, but I gave it a five out of five. Mm. I really loved this episode. It's one of the ones that I specifically remember as a kid, all the ghost gags, like I really like. Um, and of course it's Halloween related, so I give it a little extra just from that. Um, and I think that for me, this is like the, the perfect example of a good version of a, um, one of these older cartoons. Like, it's like if they took that cartoon and made it more interesting to me, this is what it would become. (laughs) Like a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, man. And even the, and I was thinking about it just yesterday for the first time, or not yesterday, but when I watched this for the first time, um that like as a kid i thought of the ghost killing himself or whatever i never put it together that oh he's a ghost so the opposite happens to him you know yeah it, uh, that is clever and know. i love i i do love the final character like I, I don't think of it in an offensive way and i don't mean it to be offensive but i just like it it's like the opposite of the rest of the episode where he's like this really like upbeat suddenly just such a strange moment i loved it yeah, yeah. the contrast is pretty strong yes. compared yeah. to what he was yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 not to mention like ren and stimpy literally look like just so perplexed yeah, yeah. they're looking at this like what just happened like everything else that's going on it's you know yeah. that's not okay but yeah. now suddenly <laughs> that's weird okay. that's true i i just love the fact that they were sitting there with their their jaws just basically hitting the floor yeah. as he drove yeah. off yeah it's a good scene and driving off in that car just weird just a weird very moment. strange I mean, I, yeah. so all right. Justin, what did you give it out of five? Because of the lack of the gross-ups, just because mm-hmm. that is something that I remember so much. And because, I guess, as a kid, maybe I was a morbid kid, but I, I almost want like Halloween episodes to just be that much scarier. Yeah. And I think the fact that there this was much more... Granted, it's a cartoon. It's not meant to be scary. It's kind of meant to be funny. But mm-hmm. for a Halloween episode, I always wanted something just scarier. Um, I'm going to give this one a 3.5 out of 5 okay. just like log it's better than bad it's good yeah perfect nice. <laughs> well, maybe our best crib star tag yeah. ever yeah. <laughs> uh 3.5 3.5 okay so we got a 5 and 3.5 uh i went with um i went with a two and a half Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a big Ren and Stimpy fan. A two and a half is actually pretty good. I felt like like I didn't mind watching this mm-hmm. episode. It didn't make me laugh really. Uh, for the same reasons Justin said, I wanted a little more Halloween mm-hmm. type 
feel to it. I like the psych, like the homage to Psycho. I really liked uh, with Stimpy in the shower. Um, but I in like outside the haunted house, actually, like that exterior yeah. stuff. I was like, oh man, I wish they would have played outside or something. Um, so I didn't love it. I didn't absolutely hate it. It just it. I want to laugh a little yeah. more, and uh, it's not really my sense of humor. So, okay. um, I just hit on a couple more things. I really like when he wakes <laughs> them up in bed, like With just his screaming. Yeah, yeah, it's so over the top. It's just ridiculous. Um, and I think this is a weird example of an episode like having almost no story, but I still really liked it. I mean, it's like the loosest story possible, pretty much. You would be able to answer this better than me, obviously. Uh, do do most Rens... Aren't there a lot of Rens, Stimpy, that kind of meander? Yes. I mean, this is a common thing. I think that it just worked in this episode to me well. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Cool. Uh, then we have one last thing, which is, are you afraid to name the episode? I called this one Ghost Jazz. Ooh, I like that. Felt like it sounds it... like a good album name or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt like it just like hit on the way that the episode's structured. Almost like that's the type of way that this cartoon is made. Like yeah. more of a jazzy. Yeah. And uh, and the final character is like he. I just get him as a jazz guy. You know? Yeah. Just that's no. I like sure. it. It's got it's got a zing. Plus it sets it up. You got no idea where is jazz. <laughs> that's what, true. What are you talking about? This is Halloween. What's happening? That's a ghost. I get that. Until the very last moment, you're just yeah, not getting it. Yeah, I like it. Thank nice. you. So maybe it's just me being a little bit more sympathetic for this poor ghost person who had two people just break into his house. And, <laughs> You know, bless his heart for trying to scare them, but uh, I'm calling this one the Happy Happy Home Invaders. Ooh, I like yeah. it. Very nice good. Nice play. Yeah. yeah. Plus the Happy Happy Joy Joy in there. That's yeah. what yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Yeah. yeah. Happy Happy Home Invaders. I like it. Um, mine is uh, just a direct quote from the episode, mm-hmm. which is killing 12 minutes. Ah, that is good. <laughs> so, yeah. I like it. Um, it's got the play on killing, and yeah. yep. and we didn't mention that, but twelve minutes being the approximate length of the cartoon, of course, before the edit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So cool. We'll post those. You guys, as always, can vote on your favorite. Uh. And um, that wraps up Haunted House and our first yeah. Ren and Stimpy episode review. Yeah. We debated it, but we've never talked about an episode. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I liked that this was the beginning that this was the first one we looked yeah, at yeah. i think it's just a strong one yeah uh, <laughs> you don't have to uh, yeah I anything feel you. anything I halloween i am happy to yeah. endeavor into um what are we doing next for podtober next week we're gonna do another write an episode this one's gonna be halloween themed but mm. it's gonna be we're each gonna pick any show we want so it'll be a surprise until it comes up. That's right. And Max is joining us for yes. that one. So uh, that'll be good. That'll be fun. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can uh, email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave a review. Tell a friend. That's all very helpful in kind of spreading the word about the podcast. Uh, Justin. A pleasure having you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This was this was this was an experience. It was really cool. And you know, there's something about really rehashing some of this stuff that I just have a visceral memory of as a child and coming back as an adult and and thinking about and putting a a new spin on it. It it really is weird. Were you able to still feel fondly or had it been so far removed that No, I I definitely had those nostalgic moments that, that popped up, but then, you know, just being able to cue myself in on some of the jokes that 
would have totally went past me. It, yeah. it really is kind of a fun <laughs> thing to be able to do, and I think Ren and Stimpy was a perfect, um, not only series, but this episode in specific, um, had some, some really great moments that enabled both, you know, that younger version of me to remember some of those scenes, but then this older version of you, like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty dark and pretty funny still. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was good having you. It was yeah, fun. thank you guys great. so much. Hope to see you again. Mm-hmm. Hope, you know. Happy episodes. Yeah, for sure. And happy Halloween to everybody. Well, we hope to see you again as Podtober continues. I've been in this haunted house six long years today. Blue Ghost got my heart surrounded. Yes, and I can't. Get away Black cat in the house Come to keep my company Black cat in the house Come to keep my company I understand my sorrow. Yes, and it sympathizes with me. W-A-R-T, Ward Radio, Wellsville.